Support for Two Beards, Please provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing cedarburgassociates at thrivent.com. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. Welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we'll be getting together to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Two Beards, Please. This is the January 1st, 2020 episode. Yeah, January 1st is the new year. This is our anniversary, <laughs> our one-year anniversary oh, episode. man. We've officially been doing this for one paper. year. Is it a one-year paper? Uh, something like that. I gave you pencils. You got me so. pencils, so you won my heart over. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this for a year. Exactly one year. Due to the season of the calendar, we decided to do... <laughs> A holiday special. So we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about holiday traditions. Yep. And I think we're primarily going to focus around the Thanksgiving through New Year's time okay, frame. Okay, perfect. Are you guys big decorators? By you guys, do you mean Your my family. family as a whole? Your family, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I would not consider us big decorators. We have a fake Christmas tree that we've had since we've been married. Yeah. And the lights stay on it, so we don't have to put the lights on and off every year. And we just carry it up from the basement. <laughs> I tried to pretty keep, much how we do it. I tried to keep all the ornaments and everything on it. That was my goal, so we'd never have to decorate it ever again. They didn't go for that? No, because like you'd lose a certain portion of ornaments every year in the carry-up, which I was fine with, but <laughs> the rest of my family's not so much fine with. So I don't do any decorating, personally. They do all the decorating. So is there a reason you don't participate? Because well, I, I, I have a reason. That you don't participate? Yeah. Because I, I, I hate Christmas? Is that you, a good enough reason? <laughs> sure. I just... Um, Scrooge. I, uh, I have a little bit of OCD, which we've talked about on the show yeah. before. The holidays are the worst time of year for people suffering from OCD because everything in the house moves. <laughs> yeah. And nothing's where right. it should okay. be. Yeah. And so, so this like, drives you nuts. Now all of a sudden my table is like three feet away from the window yep. instead of one foot away from the window. Which, yes. And there's extra things on my mantle that were never there before. And there's things that were on my mantle that are no longer there. So it just drives me a little crazy. It drives me uh, it drives me a lot crazy. So I've protested the Christmas decorating <laughs> and been overrun and overruled by all the women in my household. So they decorate and I go, yeah. And you just kind of go along with it. Well, yeah, because I never win. So <laughs> when I was a kid, let me back up a minute here. We is there, learned is there something before when you were a kid. When no, I was a fetus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. When I was an adult, we learned that my mother, due to some health issues yeah. that she had, we discovered that she was bipolar. Okay. Which made a heck of a lot of sense yeah. when we found it made out. childhood so much more it, sensible. It, it really did, because we had, it was kind of like that aha moment sure. for a lot of things. Yeah. And the reason that I'm sharing this, my mother passed away about 12 years ago, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. She awesome woman. She was bipolar, and you could tell with how sure. she decorated for the holiday season. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> so, 
when I was younger, we had the whole tradition of bringing the tree down from the attic. Uh-huh. And, or yeah. Actually, no, we'd go out and get a tree, and then we'd bring the Christmas box down from sure. the attic. Yeah, the ornaments. All, all the ornaments, yeah. the garland, the tinsel. Yep. And my mother would decorate to the T. Yeah. And she wouldn't just decorate for Christmas. She would decorate for every single holiday. Wow. She had something that was going up in or outside the house <laughs> for every single holiday. But Christmas was the that big was one. was the big one, yeah. It, usually, it, that's right. <laughs> not only would we over-decorate, in my, in my opinion, but we would also be voluntold. Voluntold. Those are my favorite. we would be participating in the Christmas cookie making. Oh, well, see, now that I don't mind so much. Well, it wasn't. Is the, the, the eating involved the eating of the Christmas? The eating, no. Uh, no, we couldn't. Not right yeah, away because she terrible. made all these plates. So terrible. Not, you, you know, normal people make Christmas cookies. They make a couple different kinds. They yeah. make a few dozen of and each. And then you have to sample them. Yeah, sure okay. yeah, yeah. My mother Not your mom. went way over <laughs> oh, the top. Oh, baby. We would literally make probably 12 to 20 different kinds of cookies. Jeez. And not just a dozen or two of each. We literally would make. Did it take you all month? Oh, it was like an uh, at least a week of doing <laughs> these stupid Christmas cookies. Yeah, but you so, miss them now, don't you? I don't because you oh. know who does Christmas cookies like that now? Who's that? Our friend Dave. Oh. Do you remember? Yes. How his Christmas cookies yes. would look? Yes. So yeah. Dave got Dave yeah. does a little bit similar to what my mom used to do. Oh, but we're gonna have to visit Dave again for Christmas. <laughs> I went the exact opposite. So my mother would would like go over the top and decorate everything yep. with to the max and i am very minimalist yep. if we didn't have to do christmas decorations i wouldn't i wouldn't, do I wouldn't. Nope. however i've got people in my family that enjoy the decorations yeah. so we do yeah. put up a small tree yeah and then i don't know we may, we may put ornaments up this year i got lynn a special decoration sure. uh, to in memory of her dad she has some good memories of watching yeah. Christmas Vacation movie with him, sure. and the part where Chevy Chase gets on the sled and yeah. zooms like yeah. <laughs> like Grease Lightning. Yeah, yeah. She remembers his, her dad in the theater just laughing yeah. and laughing and laughing at that part, trying to control it and not able to. So I I thought that was kind of neat, and I decided to buy her a figuring there set. There you go, of that. So. so we we have Christmas decorations that are sort of been around a long time. So my mom gets. I've gotten an ornament every year of my life. Yeah, we used to get those too. Born, yep. my, and my mom still gives me an ornament every year. Gives Marsha an ornament. Gives my kids. We ornaments. do that for the girls. Yeah. Well, I still get one. Um, so our tree. We don't have a very big tree, but it has at least two ornaments on every single branch. So it's pretty weighted down. Um, and then there's a lot of other like really weird Christmas decorations. So my grandparents on my dad's side owned a gas station. And so they'd get like weird promotional items for Christmas. So I have a Christmas Santa with like a Coke bottle. Yeah. And it's, you know, not the coolest looking thing in the world, but <laughs> I remember it from when I was a kid. So that, sure. that gets put yeah. out. And, it's tradition. Yeah, it's tradition. And yeah. so there's that kind of stuff. My my mom made like a, I don't know if it's paper mache or what it is, but like made a Santa Claus. And so we put that out every year. <laughs> so there's these things that we put out every year. Well, not when by we, I mean it's like the royal we. I don't put right. anything out. Yeah, um, it's your, your, yeah. your females in your <laughs> right. house. And we've seemed to have acquired a very large number of nativity sets. So every surface in our house is some sort of nativity yeah, we, set. Yeah, we've on. got a few of those too. Yeah, man, like we got a million of them. It's crazy. <laughs> 
But other than that, I mean, it, it usually takes them a day to do it. My hope is always that they forget about it until long after Thanksgiving, <laughs> and then that I can pester them quick enough after the new year to get it down. We decorated yesterday, ah, which nice. would have been December 14th. Perfect. Yeah, we deck. I don't know. We, again, <laughs> the royal we. They decorated a while ago. There's been a tree in my house for a bit. but So I, I showed my number two yeah. how to unbox and set up the tree this year. Oh. So I won't have to do it ever again. Perfect. Yeah. See, like I said, we don't box <laughs> it back up. We literally take it to the basement full and just show. We used to throw a sheet over it. We don't even do that anymore. So <laughs> I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but my Christmas lights in the living room that are up on yeah. the curtains. <laughs> yeah, they just stay there all year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Those, those, I don't think those have been taken down in 20 15 years, you've lived here, 15 yeah. years yeah. we lived here. Yeah. So we did. I told Marsha always wants to do outside. Do you do any outside decorations? No, I've got a couple things. Uh, I've got this inflatable penguin that my number two wants to put up. So I think we're going to put that up this year. Last year or two years ago, I had a, a nativity scene, one of those PVC yeah, yeah, nativity yeah. scenes that yeah. we put up. Marsha always wants to do outdoor decorations. And so I, much work. I told her that. And it's so I cold. said, that's fine if you want to go ahead and do it. <laughs> um, I ended up putting the lights up. Yeah. And I said, they need, these need to come down. And if I have to take them down in April... They're, They're never going, going back up. Back up. And <laughs> yeah. We did it for one year. They've never gone back up. Um, my neighbors do all. So now the, I, you've probably, I'm sure, seen these things. Yeah. They have these things that you stake in your yard. It's like a twisty light thing. Yeah, like a laser show. Yeah, type and thing. it shoots yeah. onto your house. Yeah. That's. Per, I think I could get behind that. I'm going to have to wait till like so, after the season so they're on sale but here's the thing i get one of those here's the Marsha thing that, one of those. that i have with decorations i'm kind of an all-in or, or nothing type of a guy i don't <laughs> really? know really you, yeah. you notice this about me <laughs> i don't me think at all. we've noticed that in the last 12 months <laughs> of this podcast <laughs> so seven if, is one and one is none or whatever if i'm gonna do something i want to take it you know, like if i want to do christmas lights in order for me to get satisfaction out of it, yeah, you want the Chevy I need Chase, to go the to the Christmas, yeah, yeah the Clark Griswold, Clark Griswold level. Josh Summermeyer level. Yeah, I don't Josh know if you've Summermeyer seen his level. decorations. Oh, yeah. It's essentially the same thing. Yeah, the power company loves him. <laughs> yeah, uh, for me, I just I I can't justify it. I can't justify the cost and the time and the cold and let's no. face it, I'm just kind of lazy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I yeah, mm-mm. no, so. I don't want. I just I don't understand. First of all. We're hardly ever home. We don't see any of these decorations. Well, and that's just it. If you if you got them on the outside, you're not looking at them right. unless you're driving up to the house right. or driving away from the house. And right? they're usually not on then I, anyway because you're leaving. Care if my neighbors? I don't. Yeah. See a pretty house or not? Yeah. Well, they definitely don't see a pretty house. <laughs> Steve would just house. put his hose away. Yeah, Steve, put your hose away, Steve. <laughs> We're usually gone for Christmas, and so we don't see it on Christmas. I just don't understand why we have so Christmas decorations. Thumbs yeah, down. Yeah. Two thumbs down. <laughs> I, I concur heartily. Uh, I want to take another step back and talk a little bit about Thanksgiving, and I want to tell you another bipolar story. It might be one of my favorite holidays ever. Oh, yeah. It's clearly every fat guy's yeah, favorite holiday it's everywhere. It's such a good one. When I was dating Lynn, the first time I took her home for Thanksgiving, my yep. mom went over the top. I can't uh, imagine where you get this all or nothing yeah. thing. It's weird. <laughs> uh, again, and once we found out she was bipolar, again, a lot Everything of this stuff started sense. making yeah. sense. We went back for Thanksgiving. We, I think Lynn and I would just started dating. My mom, they cooked literally. I'm not kidding. So I'm going to, I'm going to start listing. All right, I'm ready. So we had turkey. Okay. Duck. What? Burgers. What? 
ribs, <laughs> uh, steak, and then I think she also did a roast, a that's pork a, roast. That's just the main course. That's the main course. So yes, in addition, yes, the main course is <laughs> in addition to all of that. Yeah. She also had stuff like mashed potatoes oh, and man. sweet potatoes and squash. How many people were at this feast? Like six of us. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it does sound glorious. I might re- I might make a request so, for next thing. There was food everywhere. Could, I, all you, the counter yes. space, all the table, everything was filled. Uh, it was great, and uh, Lynn, Lynn and I just kind of chuckle yeah, about it now. Lynn's but, probably thinking, "What in the <laughs> what am I getting into? What is going on?" <laughs> yeah, that was that was one that stands That's out in fantastic. my mind uh, quite a bit. It's so awesome. And for Thanksgiving, we used to have a tradition where uh, the opening weekend of gun season, gun oh, deer for, season. For hunting, yeah. Yeah, we would go to my dad's, you know, growing up in a split family, yep. which you're somewhat yep. familiar oh, with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, very, would go, we would go to my dad's for that weekend, and then my grandmother on my dad's side would spend all day cooking while the rest of us were out hunting sure. and then we'd come back and yeah. have a big thanksgiving meal uh, on that saturday and that's kind of continued uh, we've okay. continued that tradition with the after the passing of my grandparents now natalie is hunting with me so we yep. went up and last co- few years we'd you know we'd continue to go up there and have sure. have that tradition of uh, having dinner on that weekend yeah we i also you know my parents um were divorced when I was pretty young. I was like third grade, maybe. You know, I've had multiple Thanksgiving meals most of my life, which is awesome. I met your dad last week, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. At the concert. Was, does it explain a lot of things? <laughs> I didn't talk with him all that much, but <laughs> yeah, yeah probably, I'm sorry. It's probably Continue. good. Anyway, as a kid, we always did a big spread at, like with my mom's side of the family, and then a big spread with my dad and my stepmom and stuff. And then when I got married, or was dating, and get, then eventually got married, we also did a big Thanksgiving meal at Marsha's parents. And we used to go to my friend Ben's parents on Friday yeah. for a big meal, too. So I used to have four Thanksgiving meals <laughs> in a matter of, like, two days. Yeah. And now it's two and a half, but it's still pretty great. So for the last 20 years, we've done the Christmas with my dad on the opening gun season mm-hmm. which is like usually the weekend right before thanksgiving yeah, i have no reference to any of that so then thursday <laughs> the the thanksgiving thursday after my mom passed away we started going over to my aunt's in oconomowoc sure. okay and they would host and we'd all kind of watch football and have the, yeah. the turkey dinner there and then saturday we started going down this was started probably about 19 20 years ago uh we'd go down to Lynn's folks and uh, do a breakfast with Santa thing at one of the nice. uh, resorts down in yeah. uh, the Delavan area. Sure. Big breakfast buffet, which... <laughs> so great. <laughs> more fat guy awesomeness yeah, yeah. is so good. So, I yeah. love And I love breakfast. Yeah, so yeah I know. This is like... I know. If you could shovel so much of it in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my this this year was the first year my brother hosted Thanksgiving uh, on the Friday after the Thanksgiving Thursday. And it was a lot of people, and it was pretty great. Really great food. My sister-in-law and her mother make insanely amazing pies. So I might have had a lot of pie yeah. on the Friday after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I didn't. I, I had one slice of pie this year. Oh, man, I had one slice of pie every one, like one, <laughs> one slice of <laughs> apple pie, and I'm not, a, I'm not a pumpkin pie fan. Yeah, well, we had pumpkin pie and pecan pie and apple Ooh. pie, and we also had this Indiana whoopie pie, which is like a sugar cream pie. <laughs> and then we had cake because it's also my nephew's birthday. Oh. Yeah, and then we had all the normal Thanksgiving food to begin with. It was pretty great. That sounds good. It was awesome. It was a good time. 
So let's get back into Christmas here. Oh, well, I hate Christmas. <laughs> bah humbug. Let's talk about Christmas gifts. Do you have any Christmas gifts that you got as a child? I'm th- talking as a kid. Okay. Yep. That really stands out to you. I have a few. I remember one of the most glorious Christmases ever as a child. My dad's parents, I we lived up north for a few years when I was a kid. And okay. I think my dad's parents, I'm a little cloudy on this. I was like first grade, second grade. I think they came up for Christmas to see us. Um, we lived pretty much as far north as you can get without falling into the lake. Yeah. You know? Okay. And they gave me this fire helmet, like fireman's helmet. But it had a red light on top of it and a siren. And it <laughs> So was you're like one of the minions. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> before there were minions. That I was, is cool. And it was awesome. I'm and sure your parents loved that. I don't think so so much. Because <laughs> right after my grandparents left, for some reason it stopped making noise. <laughs> It was weird. You know, you know what I did with <laughs> Natalie's toys when she was a young yeah. baby and toddler. For some reason, they made those toys. Boxes? Oh, I did. <laughs> I would take them apart. I'd take a screwdriver. I'd take them apart, take all the and I'd either dis- disconnect the speaker, <laughs> or I'd put like duct tape and yeah. padding over the speaker so it'd muffle it enough where nice. it wasn't as annoying. That's, that's pretty. That's pretty good. So idea. for all of you parents out there. Yeah. Feel free to steal that That's idea. Right. Just yeah. it usually is like four or five screws. A hammer then, works too. Or or the other thing too <laughs> is that if you just can't get in there, if you jab a small screwdriver in there a bunch of times, you break the speaker, speaker down. Yeah. yeah, that works too. I always uh, for some reason when my kids were little, we never had batteries around the house. It was weird. <laughs> I don't know, Celia. I, I don't know how to get this thing that makes awful, terrible noises to work. We don't have any batteries. So your favorite was the fire hat with yeah, the and siren mean, and light. As a kid, we had, you know, I, I remember some of the, like, greatest toys. We One year, I got the Star Wars big walker AT-AT thing. Oh, yeah. You know, the four-legged, yep. like, from uh, Empire Strikes Back. And, like, I was the coolest kid oh, I'm sure. in the world. Yeah, everybody wanted right. to come over to that your house. That was the best thing. My dad has always gotten us like computers, so he's always been a big proponent of the technology, technology and yeah. stuff. So I can remember as a second grader getting a TI eighty something that was like you know the first computer and you shoved huge cartridges into it and yeah. hooked it up to your TV, you know UHF screw with the UHF screws or whatever. Yeah, and you know so I was the coolest kid on the block, and I remember getting my first Apple IIe. You know well, the schools had Apple to play or- Oregon and, Trail, yeah, and then yeah. I had an Apple IIe. Man, I, so I, I've been very blessed. I think you know even present wise, I suppose. When I was younger, I was like any other kid, where like. You know, you put your huge list together, and you're disappointed because you didn't get the huge list. And <laughs> so, you get some cool stuff, and I'm glad you mentioned lists. One year, when I was, I must have been about nine or ten. Having come up with the divorced family, sure. I had. Oh man, we had three, double the gifts. <laughs> three, three Christmases. <laughs> yeah. So we would have Christmas usually either the weekend before, or the weekend after, with my dad and his side of the family. Christmas Eve was at home with my mom, right. stepdad, and my brother and sister. Yeah. Uh, and that's also when Santa would come. Yeah. While we were at church, Santa would come to our house sure. and drop our presents off. And then Christmas Day, we'd get up and go down to my other, my mom's parents and my grandparents yep. on that side and have a big family with yep. my aunts and uncles and cousins and whatnot. So three Christmases. Yeah. That year, I had asked everybody 
All I wanted was walkie-talkies. So <laughs> you you, asked you, everybody for I asked everybody for walkie-talkies. And you'd think that people would kind of coordinate and figure out, Yeah, how okay, many walkie-talkies did you get, Nate? I got six yeah, sets baby. of walkie-talkies. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And people are like, well, we could take them back. I'm like, no, no. they all work together. They're oh all the same gosh. frequency. That's amazing. And they were all different styles. So I remember getting like a red set yes. that had the A-team on them. Oh, and then man. Oh, the a small little, almost like a, a a box, like a TV remote sure. one. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was the coolest. For me, that was the biggest special year for me because I got exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And it st- stands yeah. out. But so, I still don't know what my family was thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, both of my parents... You know, I, neither of them are or were, I would say, rich. You know, we didn't yeah. live an extravagant lifestyle. But growing up, my brother and I never lacked for anything. You know, they made it really abundantly clear that, you know, we, we were provided whatever we needed. And sure. and we were provided some things we wanted, too, you know. Yeah. Um, and Christmas was always kind of a big deal. My dad always, I think, went a little overboard. I call it, like, his Oprah moment. You know, and you my, get a yeah, car and yeah. you get a... So, like, my two stepsisters <laughs> and my brother and I would, you know, we'd open all these gifts and they were like, you know, oh, you got a book or you got a sweater. And then, like, it'd always be like the, everybody's waiting for that last gift, man. The last gift's always the good one. And, like, one year everybody got a computer, you know, or one year everybody... It was just, like, the <laughs> most glorious, you know, and we were all kids, so we were, like, I remember soaking the, it in. But... I remember the year my dad got my sister and I a Nintendo. Yeah. The original oh, 8-bit man. Nintendo. Like, the best day oh, of your life. Like, I Mario. Right? I, I still yes. love the original Super Mario yeah, Brothers right? from that 8-bit no Nintendo. So, we, you know, very fortunate. And, we, you know, we try to do the same for our kids. We try to get them stuff they want. It's gifts. You know, yeah. not, I don't yeah. want to get them stuff they need. I try to provide them the things that they need all year. And then at Christmas and their birthdays, they get a little bit of what they want. Sure. Within reason, of course. But I don't know if you're seeing this or not, but it as they get older, it gets a little more expensive. Well, yeah. <laughs> their, their asks yeah. start to become yes. like this year. Actually, the last couple of years, Natalie decided she wanted to get her hair done. Sure. And dyed and like highlighted or whatever at a local salon. Yeah, that's not cheap. It's not cheap. No. So... <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I wasn't paying for the whole thing. So as part of her yeah. gift, I said, okay, well, I'll give you some money towards sure. that. Here, So I give, so I gave her cash to do that. And the other part of her big gift is I pay for her cell phone service. Yeah, well, that's, we. I mean, we so, got Emma a cell phone. You know, so, yeah, that's, that's. So Natalie doesn't unwrap a lot of stuff sure. on Christmas. Sure. The little one still gets a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and we're kind of the same way. But as Emma has been getting older, she's. You know, she's conscious of these sort of wants and needs things, too. And she's yeah. not gluttonous at all. So she's very appreciative. We've tried to tell both of our children, especially when they're, like, at their grandparents or whatever, teach them since they were little, like, just be thankful for yeah. what you get, even yep. if you don't get everything on your list, right? Yeah. Be thankful for the things you get. and So my girls are like that, too. get disappointed about not getting something. And so it's been very intentional. My girls are to the point where it's, like, pulling teeth to get them to come up with a list anymore yeah that's they just, so exactly they that's just what, don't that's care just, you know, right. it's like what, whatever that's whatever what I get is fine. whatever you think what, yeah, yeah well, I, don't, I don't know whatever yeah <laughs> and it drives my so it drives my parents yeah my dad nuts is apoplectic yeah, about not because, getting lists right, because, because that yeah. side of the family we did lists the whole right well all, and my mom time. and my dad want to go they want to spoil their grandchildren yeah what do you mean they don't want anything i'm like i don't know man like so so natalie wouldn't tell me i literally texted my dad a cu- about a week ago he's like well what do the girls want and i'm like well here's what the number two wants yeah i don't know what natalie wants she won't tell me i said do it <laughs> get her what you want get her coal i don't care 
<laughs> Cold money in it. <laughs> so, I could use charcoal. I could make. Yeah, yeah I've go. got a charcoal Absolutely. grill. So if yeah. I get coal, yeah, it, it's yeah. not going to go to waste. She can she can donate it to the family. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah, as was established in our last episode, both of our girls are pretty down to earth. Yeah. I'm really appreciative of, because I wasn't like that. You know, I was the kind of kid that, like, made the list. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I was pretty greedy little jerk. (laughs) So I'm really appreciative of my kids who understand that it's not the amount well, the Christmas you is get, not about right. the gifts and the right, you know, right. the presents and the decorations and whatnot. Yep. Obviously, it's yep. about you know the birth of Christ. Right. And I think both of our families have a tendency to keep that in focus. Yeah, we so. try. Absolutely. You know, that's part of the other my sort of bah humbug attitude that I've <laughs> gleaned towards Christmas. A- anti-commercialism. Yeah, well, that, I mean, and not just like because everybody's anti-commercial, but like I'm just so tired of all the hoopla. Yeah. It just drives me crazy. Like we have to drive everywhere and visit every. Everybody you know and, we've had geez. we've had this conversation this very similar conversation <laughs> yeah. on halloween yeah we did we totally <laughs> did i just want to lay in bed for four hours <laughs> without any pants on and then get up and eat some hey breakfast. now, hey now. <laughs> there's one other gift that i remember getting all right that sticks out in my mind so that i was probably i must have been about seven or eight yeah I had asked for a, uh, I, I guess I didn't ask for this. So I was kind of s- snooping around and I <laughs> yeah, saw. I got a good one of that. I, saw, <laughs> I found this blue robe. Yeah. That looked like a bathrobe and it looked like it was about my size. Oh, and you're like, so, crap. Well, no, <laughs> I no, I actually robe. wanted it. So rather than oh, leaving right. it alone, because oh. I thought it was cool. Here we so go. So rather than just leaving it alone, I went up, up to my mom. I'm like, mom, you know what I want for Christmas? She's like, what's that? A blue karate robe. <laughs> yeah. It's about this big. It has this. Oh, yeah. Type so of collar. She, yeah. she got angry with me. She's like, oh, you were snooping. I'm going to take that back now. You're not getting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So she didn't take it back. I opened up, but I was crushed, of course. So sure. until I opened it up on Christmas Eve and I'm like, oh, you got me. It's just so cool. So yeah, yeah the, the blue, <laughs> the blue, blue karate bathroom. robe. So my, my mom was always pretty good about hiding gifts. Or she would be like, if you go in my closet, Santa yeah. will not come. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, it's not going. Oh, yeah. That's exactly but where my mom kept ours, year, too. I inadvertently, of course, because I would never snoop. Uh-huh. Inadvertently, <laughs> I looked under her bed, I think. I was, of course, looking for something else. And both my brother a and shovel? I. shovel? Yeah, a shovel. Yeah. Both my brother and I asked for the, the Air Jordan Air 1s. But the, the the pair that was like the big controversy because it had no white on it and he wasn't able to wear them in game, so they were the red and black ones, the band, huh. original I, Air Jordan, band Air Jordans. That was a huge deal. I don't remember this. And I went under the snooped under the I, I inadvertently for somehow I was under the bed in like two Air Jordan boxes, <laughs> and I was like, you know, it was like two or three days before Christmas, and I was like freaking out, <laughs> so happy and. I'm. I don't know. I apparently I'm a terrible snoop. I could not. I wouldn't be a good robber because I moved the boxes or did something. And my mom came home and it's like, "Have you been snooping?" And I'm like, "No, of course not." She's like, "You're not getting those shoes." And I was like, "So man, I, I ended up getting them, of course." That's but awesome. oh man, I was so scared. That was a really great gift. That was one of those years where like everything you've ever wanted was wrapped up in a pair of shoes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it was pretty great. Have you ever had anything happen negatively at a holiday? Do you have any horror stories? Mm. I've got a couple. I was 
obviously knowing we were going to record this episode today, I was trying to like rack my brain about horror holiday stories. I don't think I really have any. All right, let me tell you mine then. And maybe it'll jostle my memory. <laughs> so there was one year, and this was at Thanksgiving time, that we were up at my mom and stepdad's house. Okay. And we were there. Lynn and I were there. My younger brother and my sister, they're all there. And there was a period of time, and this was right in the middle of it, that my sister and I didn't get along very well. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, my brother was being a little and he decided to Uh dig the knife in and start to stir up. Little brothers do that. Yes. So we were on our way back from church on Thanksgiving, and we got to the house, and that's when World War III broke out. Oh, baby. Between my sister and I, and then my stepdad jumped in. And <laughs> oh, no. I got to the point where I'm like, we're leaving. I, Lynn, let's pack up. We're, we're oh, leaving. so you were adults at this point. Uh, yeah, I, I was. Yeah, You're Lynn and I were dating, dating yeah. so I was at least 20 in my early wow. 20s, maybe. But yeah, and... I was like, we're done. And she called me down. She's like, no, let's just settle down. Stop so, being a jerk, you fat so, old piece of crap. So literally my sister and I nearly came to fisticuffs wow. on, the, on this on this thing. What did you do? I don't remember <laughs> what it was about. It was some, something stupid. Something obviously. stupid like it typically is, a misunderstanding yeah, yeah, yeah. of yeah. some sort. And again, this was again before my relationship with my sister be- sure. got better. It's since, sure. since gotten a lot better and we're in a good spot now and have been for quite some time. She may or may not listen to this, and I don't know if she'll remember this or not, but yeah, I can distinctly remember us wow. being outside in the driveway down. We Our driveway used to go down the hill yeah. into the basement, and we were out there, and we were literally almost to blows. That's crazy. And it was, it was yeah, not a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, I just, I don't remember, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sure my brother and I fought, because we fought all the time. Yeah, we were, like siblings are yeah, want to do. Four years yep. younger than I am. I just don't remember any like crazy Christmas horror stories so, or Thanksgiving or any other holiday. So there was one other Christmas horror story, and this was more not so much a fight or a blowout like this, okay. but I got super sick. Oh yeah, I, I got yeah, I've, I got I've been there. This was my freshman year of high school. I got to the point where I was setting records for the number of times <laughs> I was throwing up in wow. a day. Uh, <laughs> over the two weeks that I was sick, I ended up losing probably close to thirty yeah, pounds. The flu diet. Thirty or forty pounds. Yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, it was horrible. It yeah. was awful. It was the worst I've ever felt, and I missed Christmas. I missed all of the family Christmases that year. Yeah, it was awful. I got sick really bad. It must have been either right before or right after Christmas. My mom has one brother, and that's it. And so I have two cousins. My dad doesn't have any siblings. And my mom's brother and his family were always some other state. Like, they lived in Colorado yeah. or Wyoming. or And so they were home for Christmas one year. You know, my grandpa and grandma were still alive, and they wanted to do this family The big picture. family Christmas, sure. The big yep. family the picture. We went to a professional studio, Halgerson's in Janesville, and you know, everybody wore, like, the same shade. You, know, you didn't go to JCPenney's? No, no. It was like a <laughs> Helgeson in Janesville is, like, the photography studio i don't i think it's probably still around anyway you know everybody wore like earth tones you had to like color coordinate with your family i mean it was like a big deal my grandpa i mean it was a big deal and i was so sick like (laughs) it's like you like setting records for the amount of vomit that i spewed all over the place couldn't get out of bed was just no energy nothing we had to take this picture 
Yep. And so, like, we'd they drag me there, and we'd snap two pictures, and I'd go throw up, and then I'd uh, kind of like <laughs> drag myself back in and barely like prop myself up. To take. Please tell me you have a copy of this picture. Oh yeah, it's well, it's at my mom's. It's so tell- there's a, the, the story gets better. I can get it. I'll okay. get a picture of it. This picture, like everybody looks great, and then I look like I'm a ghost. I am so white. Like, I am whiter than your white, white. Like, pale. Like, you see through me. It's like the it's like they dug me out of the out yeah. of the ground and propped me up and took my picture. Everybody else looks great. And the picture looks great, except for this weird sort of fat white guy in the back, kid. The studio loved the picture so much, they blew it up like a huge... Oh, for advertisement? And put it in their <laughs> shot, in their window or whatever. And so my so once they got done with it, if they advertised it, my grandpa bought it. So we have it at my house. This huge like hang it over your sofa type of family picture, you know. And I am white as a sheet. It's hilarious. Linda, I know you listen to the show. <laughs> she does. Take a picture of that family photo us. and send it to us. I really yeah. need to see. Well, I'll that. be home for Christmas. I'll take All a picture. Right. And put you it take up. it and text it to yeah, me. Definitely, it is hilarious. <laughs> and we, awesome. you know, my grandpa was like, you, you know, telling the guy this was before Photoshop and I mean, this was on like plate film. You know, yeah, sure. Like my grandpa says, you got to shade him in or something. And the guy's <laughs> like, if I darken it, everybody's gonna look. Yeah, like they went to look. the Bahamas, <laughs> and then he's gonna look normal. It's gonna be just as bad. And so they like. Probably worse. Yeah, worse. <laughs> so they left me just white as a sheet. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Oh man, I was so sick. And I. So here's how sick I was. So this is when like getting a phone in your room as a kid, like a landline telephone before cell phones yeah. and all this, was a big deal, right? You got your own phone line in your yeah. room. And I was so sick that my uncle came over and strung phone line into my room and plugged a phone in, and I never noticed or woke up. That's how sick I was. Like, he did construction <laughs> in the room I was sleeping in. I was so sick I didn't even know. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. Yeah, that was – I remember being Ugh. sick anytime sucks. Being yeah, sick over the holidays is the, is the worst. Yeah, it's like I get a week or two off of school and I spend it sick. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What did you do for New Year's Eve? Was that ever a big thing um, in your family? It used to be. It was never a big thing, but we have these family friends, the Mosiers. Janine and my mom have been friends since they were like two years old or okay. something. And my dad and Jim Mosier were friends as kids. But we used to go over to the Mosiers every year for New Year's Eve, and that was like a tradition. We'd go over there and watch the ball drop and play games and that kind of stuff. It was never a huge ordeal. So Marsh and I sort of continue that tradition, so we have you like- still show up at the Mosiers? Yeah, Somebody else lives there now, <laughs> but we show up anyway. <laughs> we have friends over the Mortags for New Year's. Just like, not don't make a huge deal of it. We just have the same friends over. Our family tradition was always to eat herring, yeah. uh, pickled herring. It's some yeah. Norwegian thing. So yeah. we do that, the tiny little chunks of herring. Yeah. And then because nobody really likes herring, <laughs> we uh, decided that our new tradition is Velveeta and Spam. So the mo- so the Mortags come over every year and we get fake champagne, spam and Velveeta and we do it upright, <laughs> fry that baby, fry it up. And, oh, oh it's awesome. sounds horrible. It's awesome. When I was growing up, we did stuff at home. So my yep. mom made a pretty big deal. Again, made a pretty big yeah, deal out of everything. Yeah, your mom made a big deal about a holiday. So I can't we would do stuff. I remember doing English muffin pizzas where mm. she would make. You know, mm-hmm. we would do homemade pizzas and you know all kinds of sparkling cider and oh, yeah. all kinds of stuff yeah, for yeah. How cool cool at we home. Think we were. We were having champagne. Oh, yeah, we were yeah, the coolest. Yeah. Eventually, I think I was maybe 
middle school or maybe even to high school, my mom decided, okay, well, we're going to get together with some friends and we're going to do a hotel night on New Year's Eve. Oh. We're going to go stay at a local yeah. hotel that had pool. a swimming pool. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. So we did that. Even through college, we did nice. that. And I remember one year I dove into the swimming pool. Dove into the probably, shallow yeah. end. I'm thinking, oh, I'm gonna do meet Mr. Cool here in front of everybody, and I dove into you a four foot pool. You were no, I don't actually dive. I was trying yeah. to actually dive, and I was trying to do a shallow dive, and I didn't do a shallow dive, and I ended up hitting my head on the bottom of the pool. This explains so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, fortunately, I didn't break my neck, but I literally ended up with a swollen goose egg on my head. Yeah, I'm and sure. I did. I did end up going to the hospital just to make sure yeah. I was okay. But I'm. I People probably died was, doing that, you know. I, I know. I was very fortunate yeah, that I didn't. Uh, so was I. Because well, again, <laughs> we, I think we established this in the past year. Yeah, one beard, please. One beard, not, yeah. a, not not very fun. Our New Year's now has kind of morphed in. It's basically whatever I decide I want to do for the year because oh. my family lynn goes to bed at seven o'clock all the time and her, her she just trusts that the new year's coming she's she like whatever she yeah. doesn't yeah and so i kind of push and sometimes we'll do things with friends other times we'll just kind of hang yeah. out and i'll watch tv or you know this year i may work in my studio or yeah we try we try to keep it low key. We try to make it to. There's, there's definitely years <laughs> lately that we haven't made it past midnight. We did some stuff for a few years with our church family where we meet sure. up at the gym and you know had an open gym night and that yeah, was a lot of fun. Basketball and stuff. Yeah, so, we did. I mean, I can remember when we lived in Cincinnati. We did a lock in with the youth one year. Yeah, that was. Maybe I'll show up at your house this year. Yeah. You're welcome. Lincoln, stay here. I'll bring the girls. There you over. go. There you go. <laughs> you will have extra spam. <laughs> I don't like spam. I don't like spam. <laughs> so, what are some every year you did the same thing Christmas traditions? Like, not necessarily like crazy or funny or horror stories, but like, did did you did your family ever have? We're doing this every year, no matter what. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, the Christmas dinner part on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. That meant mom's beef stroganoff. Oh. She would make it, and oh, it was spectacular. Yeah. And I've got the recipe. Nice. So, so it was a combination of that, and then my stepdad, yep. who was Polish, oh. made pierogies. Oh, pierogies. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So, which I also have the recipe for nice. that, and it's been many, many years since I've made them, you and I don't do that this year. I don't know if I'm going to get around to it, but uh, it's a lot of work. <laughs> oh, I'm sure the stroganoff I might be able to, to pull, pull that, that together, off. but the other pierogies are. And I do have the equipment to make it easier, so yeah. I bought several years ago. I bought a sure. a rolling attachment yep. for my mixer, right? And I've got like an empanada maker to help put it all together. Yep. So it probably wouldn't be too terribly difficult, but oh, they're so good. Yeah, they're so, so good. On my Homemade mom, pierogies. yeah. So on my mom's side, Christmas Eve meant dinner with the family every year, no matter what, and it was the same thing. Everyone got their own individual Cornish hen. Tiny yeah, chicken. small chicken, yeah. yeah. <laughs> St- st- with stuffing. The Cornish game hen. Cornish game hen. Yeah. Everybody got their own. Mashed potatoes, stuffing, cranberries, red cabbage, which smelled terrible, but every year man so we'd go to grandma's and we knew oh she's cooking cabbage um the cookies so we talked about the cookies earlier so my grandma would make probably six seven eight different varieties of cookies and then and this is something that started as a christmas tradition and then i think my grandpa made her pretty much do it all year but all the leftover frosting from frosting cookies 
would make graham cracker sandwiches with the frosting oh, yeah. in the middle. Yeah. And then you'd let them sit for a day, and the graham crackers would get a little soggy from the frosting. The the That and, sounds gross. Oh, man, it was so... They weren't soggy. They were, like, just not crisp. Okay. It was so good. So that's the kind of the definition of soggy. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> not crisp. No, not crisp. You're a jerk. You're not crisp. And it was the same every year. So we, we went there. They put the two leaves in the table in okay. the dining room, yeah. right? Of course, a separate dining room. You never ate in the kitchen for Christmas dinner. Sure. And then Grandpa would read the Christmas story, you know, from the Bible every year. And then he would, when we got older, my brother and I, we would read it. It was just comforting because you knew yeah, like, Christmas you knew it was Eve every happen. year, this is, it's never going to change. So, and we tried to carry that tradition on, but it's a, I never realized how much work it was. My grandma was amazing. So, yeah. uh, you know, we tried to do the Cornish hens every once in a while. We still try to do it. That's a lot of work. It is. She made this like um, that generation made it look easy. Oh my gosh, we she and I'm sure it was a lot of work for them too, but probably even more work yeah. for them because yeah. So she made this creme de menthe pie, marshmallow pie. We never been able to make it right. Both of my grandmothers were great cooks, but yeah. my my grandma Cox was just she was yeah. one of those old school <laughs> yeah. make their own everything. Yeah. Pies from scratch, yep. crust from yep. scratch. Yep. Holy cow. Yeah, it's... I've got a lot of her recipes that yeah. I use yet. Yeah, I try. I mean, you know, we do the best we can, but man, I, that Christmas was a big deal cooking-wise. One of the things that I remember significantly that happened every year was when we'd go to my grandparents with my dad and my uncle would meet us there. Yeah. And my dad and my uncle would always guess the gifts that they got. Oh, sure. And they were, it was so uncanny, they were able to figure it yep. out. And every year, my grandmother got them socks. So that was the that tradition. Was, yeah, they yeah. always got socks. And they would they would know as soon as they picked up the package. Which one was the which socks? Which one was the socks. Yeah. One year, she tried to hide them in peanut jars. <laughs> no, so no like dice. the planter's peanut yeah. jars or glass jars. They'd pick up socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so the, the, the story is that my uncle... Was able to get my grandma used to get so mad at him because he would always guess the gift before he opened it, and she yeah. would be like, "Jim, yeah. <laughs> you know." She gets so mad at him that he would guess yeah. it before he opened it. But that was that was always the story so, with him. Marsha's parents, the tradition in that family is um, it used to always be oyster stew. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Well, let me describe to you what the oyster. So it has oysters in it. Obviously, which are just slimy, creepy, crawly so, oyster things, and then it is butter and milk and oysters. That sounds horrible. It's not great, and so we'd have it every year. So Marsha's grandpa loved it. That's I think why we had it. But then after he died, we kept having it. Why? <laughs> and then one year, Marsha's like, "Hey, mom, can we maybe have chili?" <laughs> Instead of oyster stew, because nobody really likes oyster stew. So now we have chili. It's great. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm bringing McDonald's yeah, or a yeah. pizza. So, I'm not going to eat oyster stew. So we have chili, stew. and then we, you know, like sausage and cheese and cookies. And they yeah. make the other thing that their family does that I've never had until I started dating is they're called, they call them meat logs. You get like thinly sliced deli meats like ham and turkey and stuff yeah and then you make this stuffing essentially but it's like mustard and spices and mayonnaise and this weird it's pretty good and then you take the deli slice and open it up and you slather the stuff on it and then you roll it up and cut them into sections little bite-sized sections so i've had those and I've had other stuff. So uh, we've had pickle roll-ups where you oh, like yeah. cream cream cheese Jeez, and pickles yeah, and roll them up inside yep. lunch meat. Yeah. So these are called meat logs, and they're great. But 
as Marsha found out one year when she was a kid, and I've heard this story a million times. If you eat too many meat logs, <laughs> they come back to haunt you. Her old pastor used to tell me every Christmas, you did. He used to call her Bunny. That's a whole other story that she probably doesn't want me to get into. <laughs> but he'd be like, did Bunny ever tell you when she ate too many meat logs over at my house on Christmas? And Marsha would be like, Master Cargo. <laughs> so meat logs and oyster stew. <laughs> that's the ebeling tradition okay that yeah. sounds terrifying it's a little it's a little terrifying <laughs> but you know it's it's cool <laughs> i mean you know i guess i complain about christmas all the time but it's all right in the <laughs> <laughs> it's okay christmas it's all right <laughs> that's a good commercial yeah yeah, yeah christmas christmas it's okay it's all right, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. I'm sure there's a million other Christmas stories. And just like literally every podcast we've ever recorded, which is what, probably 20? Yeah. Um, my fam- Someone in my family will listen to it and go, how come you didn't tell this story? How come you didn't tell this story? So to all of my family that is listening, I'm sure I get your own yeah, podcast. Get your own podcast. <laughs> you can be the two non-beards or whatever you want. Tell your own stories. <laughs> family. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. (laughs) Family, it's all right. (laughs) We've had a great year. Again, this is our happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, man. It's been a a lot of fun this last year, and I'm looking forward to another another new year year of fun. It's been great, and I thank you for uh, making that phone call a year ago. Yeah. It's been awesome. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Well, we wouldn't have nearly as much fun doing this no. if you guys weren't listening. And we, we might have as much back. fun. Just we wouldn't. Nobody would record know. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, thanks for listening. Um, find us on our website. You can go to twobeardsplease.com yep. and get access to all of our major platforms where you can yep. listen. Spotify, well. and Stitcher, and Podbean, and all of them. Apple, Apple Podcast, yep. and Google Podcast. And Find it on our website. It also has links to all of our social media. So yep. Facebook, Twitter, Two Beards Please. Every, everything is at, at Two Beards Please. Please. Yep. yep. Check us but out. You can go to twobeardsplease.com and find links to all. You of it. can. Yes, absolutely. And we, and have, we have a Google voice number, Nate. Call us and leave us a voicemail. You better be funny. So. Before before I give out the number, I've been trying. I, I think I posted this on our social media, okay. where a couple weeks ago I met a young fan of yes. the show. Yes. And yeah, and he doesn't apparently he does an impression of me, which he doesn't with, look anything like you. So. No, he doesn't look anything like me. It's a voice impression. Got it. And it, it's around our advertisement for our, our sponsor. Oh, for that he, he does Got a Cedarburg Associates yeah. stick. So I've been trying to get him to you leave us a voicemail Did he do it? and do the. He has not yet, oh. so I'm hoping he's he's going to be listening to this show. Okay. So Jack, I need you to call the voicemail on, and leave that on there. And you're, if it's, you'll be famous. If it's good enough, I may replace my name or my oh. voice with yours. Even if it's not good enough, we're replacing <laughs> you. Anytime I can replace Nate's so, voice so. with anybody, <laughs> we're taking that opportunity. So give us a call, 262-345-7076. i got to write it down with one of these new pencils you gave me, Nate. What's that number again? Do you want, do you want to sharpen it with one of the yeah, 37 me, pencil yeah, sharpeners I only got two carry? with me. I didn't bring my bag. Right, it's 262-345-7076. Give us a call. Leave us a message. And be funny. So I want another thing. So we did get a Google <laughs> voicemail at one point. And it was we never some, heard back from him. Yeah, we just still don't know who it is. Josh. No. Josh. I feel yeah. so stupid. 
So it's got to be somebody we know. We did get. We also did get a couple other voicemails that I've talked about, but we yep. haven't played them yet. Okay. So I think in January or February we're going to do All just right. a show dedicated to user feedback, user feedback because I've got enough of it now that we can. And Josh, if you're out there and you're not too pissed at us. Please call us back and let us know how we know you. Or email, whatever. Or yeah, or, or hit, hit us, us up, up on social on media Instagram. or drive yeah. over to Nate's house and smack no, him. No, maybe face. don't do that. <laughs> that might not end up well for either of <laughs> no, us. That's true. A lot of prison time involved. <laughs> so, All right. Well, thank you everybody. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Bye. Support for Two Beards, Please, provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing cedarburgassociates at thrivent.com.